If you don't have a strong foundation for your house and a huge storm comes, then your house is gone. And that's the same thing here because we have the content part, which is basically the interior of your house. And then you have the strong foundation, which is what I'll share with you today. Today on Strategy Shorts, I'm joined by Philip Steeman. Philip is a technical SEO consultant and a startup founder. And we're new friends. We haven't had a conversation before, but we've been talking online and getting getting to know each other just a little bit. So Philip, thanks for making the time for the show. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and what, why you think I invited you to be part of Strategy Shorts? Thank you. And thank you so much for having me once again. And... Um, a little bit about my background. I started very young and I've always had a technical flair. I just love technology and software and programming. So I was, I think I was 13 when I started like programming my first file and I was just, I was hooked in. I thought it was amazing how a line of text could become something visual. I thought it was simply just incredible. And, and from there, I actually started programming for a lot of years and I, I did some jobs until I slowly transitioned into to technical SEO and, and that's where I am today. So I found the, the technical element of SEO super interesting. I do also content and write content and optimize content, but the technical SEO of how you can empower your content by having a strong technical foundation for your website, I think it's, it's super interesting. Lots of people will be familiar with SEO as a kind of a concept and it might be quite abstract for a lot of people but you're differentiating between kind of seo and technical seo i mean maybe there's something we're going to go on to talk about but in layman's terms how do you differentiate between those two versions of seo yeah so there's basically technical seo which is all the non-visual things that's say uh, optimizing your images ensuring you have a fast hosting where you have your website that you have a fast DNS and there's a lot of technical terms, but all the stuff that you can't see. So basically like a backend, if you can say it like that. And then you have the, all the visual parts, like the content and the actual images, the design and stuff that's more like on page SEO. So that's usually how I separate the different SEO elements. Well, so I know that you've got um, an insight or a framework in mind to share with the audience because we like to keep things really practical and really succinct and give give our listeners and viewers something they can take away and try immediately after the show finishes but you also have a startup that you run called Planza which looks really really interesting and kind of seems like another part of your kind of business portfolio I guess so tell us a little bit about that and how that evolved because what I've read about it it seems that it was something that you were developing for yourself which you then realized could be of service to a wider audience and so you released it so tell us a bit about how you set that up so it's funny because I, I basically developed it while I was in part of another startup because I was really missing a task management platform for my specific need. And I thought I had a super specific need, but it, it ended up showing that I was not the only one. But basically my need, just to boil it down super simple, was that I wanted to have a week view with the days horizontally, and then I could put the tasks on each day, just super visually. And that was the like, first thing that I programmed. I made it super simple, basic. It had almost none, no functionality at all. And then I started using that. And then I've been building upon that. And it's it's growing basically purely on SEO. So just content, uh, pulling in people and, and converting them to users. But yeah, I just needed a task management platform 
suited for for my needs what i'll make sure i do in the in the show notes is give people a link to plans if they want to also check that out um but why don't we get into the the insight or the framework that you've got to share with today but before you go into too much detail let us know like who are you speaking to like who's the kind of the target listener or viewer today and obviously what this piece of information is so take it away awesome thank you so and this is basically to website owners and it applies if you have a website then this applies to you and it's as basic as that if you're a more seasoned website owner then you might know a lot of these things and um, but the framework is basically how you get a strong foundation for your website and you can compare it a little bit to when you're building a house if you don't have a strong foundation for your house and a huge storm comes, then your house is gone. And that's the same thing here because we have the content part, which is basically the interior of your house. And then you have the strong foundation, which is what I'll share with you today. And the strong foundation is not that difficult to achieve. And some of these things might seem technical, but I will try and keep it as simple as I can. So I have set up probably on the plus side of 100 websites now. And I feel that I have the framework to set up the perfect website where you keep the cost down, but it's still a super strong foundation and it's gonna be a fast website. So I'll just dive straight into it if, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go for it. Awesome. So the first thing that I always recommend is for people to take their domain and then move it to Cloudflare. Cloudflare is basically an address lookup so when you go to for instance facebook.com then it does a dns lookup to see where should it pull all these files from that's what cloudflare is and it's so important to have a fast dns because you want these files to be provided to the user as fast as possible because you probably know yourself you don't want to sit and wait too long to visit a website and cloudflare is consistently a top three fastest dns in the world and it's completely free to use and even if you're using a different DNS today, then you can easily change to Cloudflare. It's super easy and they guide you through the entire process. But that's the first step. The second step is your hosting, which is also super important. And that's why you're actually hosting your website. And personally, I love to use WordPress for my hosting website. And it also powers more than 50% of the web, which is quite incredible. And so the chance of you using WordPress listening to this might be pretty high. And what I like to do with WordPress is to go for something called managed WordPress hosting. That's hosting, which are made specifically for WordPress websites. So they are optimized to empower WordPress websites to run as fast as possible. And the cheapest that I have found, which are still of very good quality is something called 10 web. Those are super great. They have 24 seven support and they're just super helpful from there. Then you just need to choose your theme and your plugins and set up some extra things. And just some quick tips for themes. I like to use Theme Forest, which is where you can find a lot of premium themes for a very low price. You can also look at something called Cadence if you're building a blog website or just very news heavy website. And I usually install five plugins for, for my websites when I set them up. And that's WP Rocket, which is for optimizing your website, both caching but also just for delivering your website fast as possible. Then I've usually also use rank math SEO, which it says is, it explains itself in the name. It's an SEO plugin. So even though WordPress is super optimized, rank math SEO takes it a step further and adds schematics and a lot of different things to your website to make it even more SEO optimized. 
And then for images, which are super important that you optimize. There's so many websites that doesn't optimize their images and images are often the most heavy part of a website to load. So you really need to optimize this. And a lot of hosting providers, including 10 web, they are optimizing them for you. So you don't need to think about it. But if your hosting provider doesn't optimize it for you, then I can really recommend short pixel, which you can also start to use for free and then optimize your, your blog, sorry, your images. And they even optimize the sizes as well. So they deliver on, for instance, on mobile, they deliver a small size and on desktop a bigger size because on mobile, we don't need to deliver as big sizes because obviously the screen is smaller. And then a little plugin that I installed is called duplicate page, which is just super productivity hack. You can easily duplicate pages and posts to work faster. And the last one is something called IU Binda, which is as a cookie pop-up. And for cookie pop-up, you can use almost any plugin. I just like IU Binda because they basically take care of everything for me from writing my privacy policy, cookie policy and everything. So those are my go-to plugins when I start a new website. And then you basically have the website and you're ready to move beyond that. And from there, I usually set up Google Tag Manager, Google Analytics, and Google Search Console, because that's a one time off and then that's done and then it's running and it's collecting data for you that you can use later on when you have starting to get some traffic, you have content on your website and so on. And another thing, which is a little pro tip is to set up Ahrefs free site audit tool. It's completely free to use and it's, it's the best site audit you can you can basically get out there and I have tried so many. I also have a YouTube channel where I test SEO tools and I've tested hundreds of SEO tools and Ahrefs is simply the best site audit tool. And I can't believe that it's free. It's, it's incredible. Everyone should be, should be using that. But when you have those elements, then you're ready to start your topical map journey. So still you're not ready to write content, but you're ready to start on taking the first steps towards writing content. So Build a topical map. I'll not dive so much into that, but build a topical map with different topic clusters. And then from there, do keyword research in each of these topic clusters, and then you can write content. And there's so many that say that you should write 30 pieces of content before you launch your website. I, I completely disagree. I just want my content out as fast as possible so you can start ranking because it can take up to eight months before your content actually starts ranking. And that's the, that's the framework for getting a strong foundation for your website from the get-go so just take us back then so the first thing which is the fast dns uh, and you're recommending cloudflare is a good way to go for yes. that the second thing is wordpress hosting is your kind of like top recommendation mm -hmm. and there are lots of providers who can offer that but again you mentioned one and what i'll do is i'll make sure that in the show notes we link some of these top tools and then it's kind of setting up those top first three plugins so they're the structural elements to start with uh, when it comes to building your your website or developing your website and just the second part then about the topics and the content planning could you just talk us through that second part again yeah of course of course so the uh, the reason why i say you have to build a topical map before you do keyword research there are multiple reasons for it but there are so many just write content immediately and the thing is that if you write a con let's say you have a website about computers and you write a, a content piece about a specific computer, and then you write how to turn off a computer over here, and then you write how to reset a computer up here. You can see all the different topics you're writing about, they're not necessarily interconnected, and that's what a topical map is for. So with the topical map, you basically break down your industry, then you 
write down all the categories you have, which are computer reviews, maybe how to guides uh, and some other elements, make them be accessories for computers and, and a fourth one. And the reason why that's so important is because you want to cover one topic cluster completely before you move on to another one. And there are multiple reasons also here, because when you cover a topical uh, cluster to begin with, then it's first of all, super easy for you to interlink all your posts, but also shows Google that you have authority on this specific topic cluster, because whatever it is that people are searching for, then Google could see that you have an answer for that. And that's why it's so important to build a topical map, even though it takes a lot of extra time, instead of just writing content, it really pays off in the end. So that's why you need to build a topical map, do the keyword research within each of the clusters, and then choose one cluster to start with and write all the content, simply just exhaust that topical cluster before you move on to another one. That's really, really interesting. So we've got on the one side, we've got this functional framework about how to put your website together and some best practices within that space. But then once you've kind of got those things in place or you're, or you're some way down the road developing that side of your online presence, the second part is nail those topic clusters. So yes. you want to be thinking about how the content you're going to publish is grouped under a single topic and make sure that you get as much done within that territory or space as possible so that you can build, so Google begins to see you as an authority within that category. And plus it makes sure that that all your content is connected, not just putting loads of energy into producing loads of disconnected content that doesn't make narrative sense. Um, exactly. So that's really, really interesting. You know, we, we have a broad audience who are going to be listening and tuning into this episode. So where would, if you could distill some of that knowledge down into one thing or one activity or one place to start or one top tip, what do you think that would be and, and why? Yeah, I always say to set up a Google Search Console account because it always surprises me how many people doesn't have that. And there's so much data and gold in there to get for, for your website to grow it. So if you have to do only one thing, then you have to set up a Google Search Console account. And when you set it up, first of all, it's too easy. You don't need to do anything on your website. You just need to create the account. And then Google will basically tell you everything that's happening for your website on Google. So you can optimize your website to rank for specific terms. You can see what terms do I get impressions for, but no clicks. So I maybe need to focus more on that. And often also when you have exhausted a topical cluster, then in Google Search Console, you will see that new topics within that cluster starts to appear because of course there are new searches every single day. So one thing you have to do is to set up a Google Search Console account. Well, Philip, that's about all the time that we've got for today's episode of Strategy Shorts. And thank you so much for coming and spending some time with me. You've given us loads to think about there, loads of top tips on both structure, but also how to approach content. But as you say, if viewers are going to do one thing after today's episode, it's go away and set up a Google Search Console. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Let's speak again soon. Thank you for having me.